you know, you know, you know, why, why can't I sexually harass you? Do I have to get fired for it? <laughs> so, we're uh, PC Podcast, VOG Podcast. I got to stop stuttering per a uh, certain insight that I was given, especially in the intro. Being I'm trying to chop this up and uh, submit it to, I'm trying to submit it to Google. I ain't even going to stunt with you. I have a, they're looking for black podcasters, and I feel like I should be it. I'm already on Google Podcasts. I think I'm available on Google Podcasts, but I don't know for sure or for certain. I haven't checked it out yet. I probably should do some more research on that. And um, yeah, welcome to the show. This is PC Podcast, VOG Podcast, where I can go from why, why can't I sexually harass you? Which is a line from um, uh, Patrice O'Neill stand-up, R.I.P. Patrice O'Neill is uh, one of my favorite comedians. And uh, Elephant in the Room is what that line is from. And uh, yeah, it's a great comedy special if you haven't ever checked it out, you know, just check it out, man. Uh, it'll make you laugh. It'll make your day go better. It'll make your life better. Um, not because I said so, but because, you know, it might be true. So just listen to it. You know? I mean, watch it. See, what it's on Netflix. It's on all this other stuff. I'm giving them free promotion right now, but it is what it is. This is how the podcast goes. This is where it is going. I um, I am unsure of the topic as of right now. I have a couple of things in my head. But, uh, yeah, just to update everybody. Sorry for the delays. Everything's going, everything is, you know, going nuts. Got through the Thanksgiving holiday. Only for my Wi-Fi to crash for like a day or two. Had to go get a new router. Switched that up. So now the Wi-Fi is back. It's been in effect for a couple of days, actually. I just haven't gotten around to, you know, um, <laughs> I haven't gotten around to cracking the mic, to be honest, man, because I've been, you know, I've been doing some things, you know, to better my life and better myself. And now uh, one part of it is officially over, and then I go to the next step, which should be fairly, you know, I should be well prepared for it after all I've been through. But, you know, it is what it is, man. This is the journey of of me. This is the evolution of me because if you don't know and you're a new listener, the show is about, you know, me and everything else that I find interesting because it's from my perspective. I'm sorry for the old listeners that I have to keep explaining this to people, but I, as I say, who... Who is listening to this? <laughs> because I don't know, but the numbers are, um, the numbers, yeah, listen, they're moving in a good direction. All I will say is, I am, this number is going to sound like nothing to regular people, but to me, it is, uh, listen, it's something, man. Small progress is still progress. Sorry for the sniffle, you know, it's winter in New York, but I'm at almost, 1500 listens and um yeah that is that's pretty good from my perspective because i (laughs) 
I, as I always ask, like, who, who? But, you know, listen, as long as the numbers are moving in a positive direction, you know, I, I can accept it, even if it's still small. I should be at, like, 15 million. But being that I haven't even been at this for, uh, I haven't even been at this for a year yet, to be honest. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, as long as the numbers keep going up. So tell a friend to tell a friend. Please do like and share the podcast. And um, if you are, I hope, listen, all I can hope is that you get a laugh out of this. And you learn some shit, you know, even if it's from a perspective that's not your own. It's another perspective that you can um, take into consideration. And, you know, just in your thought process and... And the way you handle things in this day and age that um is 2018 in this glorious country that we call America, which is... <laughs> You're going to hear me sniffle a lot. No, I'm not on drugs. It's just that, you know, it's cold in New York now and I had to get on the train today. So I think I've been contaminated with New York City mass transit germs and... um. If you've never been to New York and you've never been on the subways, it's a completely different level of uh, dirty that uh, <laughs> you will only experience on the New York City subway system. And uh, it's very, very, I think, <clears throat> I don't know if people understand the severity of how, you know, New York is a glorious place, but it's very, very dirty. And uh, it's 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 a... It's a really fucking shitty place to live. And I'm not, you know, I'm not shitting on New York per se, but it really is like a shitty place to live, man. The rent is fucking like, you can pay $4,000 a month for an apartment in certain sections of what we call New York State. And it's uh, mainly in New York City and Brooklyn and all the trenchified areas that are popping up. Gentrification is happening everywhere. You will get a Whole Foods, you will get some luxury apartments, and you will get some 5G antennas on some of the buildings. That's just how they move it now, you know. That's how it works, man. Your rent is going to go up. And uh, <laughs> I'm just waiting for the next crash if I'm just keeping it completely a buck with you. I don't know how bad the next crash will be, but it, it's um, it's definitely going to be it's going to be severe. People don't understand that. And uh, when I say these things, people just think I'm out of my mind. But you just have to look at the state of the world as we live in it. And um, just the economy on a whole. I just posted a video earlier about um, the state, like the helplessness people feel due to unemployment, loneliness, and not being able to live. And uh, it's a very, it's a very, very sad reality that um, a lot of people face. But you know, they either don't want to tell anybody, or it's 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 just unbearable. And they're saying that it leads to suicide and drug addiction. And the uh, <laughs> we are on track where more people are dying than being produced pretty much for the most part and uh <laughs> it's it's i mean it's sad 
but it's just like, damn, man, like this is the state of it, but everybody's, it's pretty much ignored for the most part because everybody is so divided and there's just so many mainstream distractions from what needs to be paid attention to. Yeah. Listen, I already highlighted the drug addiction problems, you know. It's not just New York that's shitty. Yeah. America as a whole is a pretty shitty place when you um really think about it. <sighs> I don't want to shit on America, but you know. Yo, listen. <laughs> I'm American. I'm as American as they come. You know, both my parents are of American descent. My grandfather my mother's biological father was an American Indian, if I am not mistaken, or if I am, you know, if what I'm told is true. So I'm as American as they come, but, you know, America's, America's a third world country with 24-hour entertainment and distractions. I've been saying this for years now, but, you know, <laughs> when I say it, nobody, nobody really co-signs it because... They're like, no, America's the land of opportunity and you could live better in America than you could live anywhere else. Americans have... uh, There are guarantees on certain levels of the socioeconomic scale, but you... Here's the fact of the matter. Here's the reality of the shit, is that you have to be poor in order for them to assist you and there is a certain level of poor that you have to be. And it's not, I'm trying to figure out how to put this without offending anybody. It's not where you, like working poor, you have no help. Stay at home poor, you get all the help you can get and then some. They'll give you an apartment, you only gotta pay like 80 bucks a month for rent. Uh, They'll buy you food. But once you work and you make over a certain amount of money, all of that help goes away and um, you are forced to survive on your own. It's a, it's, a, it's a real, real crazy system when you think about it. It's just, just to highlight some of the things off top. Like the Section 8 debate, uh, it's not even a debate people want to touch on because then, you know, you are in turn... I don't know, I think, I guess you could call it poor shaming, but it's not really poor shaming. It's just like, you know, how come I'm at the store and I'm going to work and I'm just trying to grab a cup of coffee? And meanwhile, you're at the store at 8.30 in the morning buying Lucy's and Deuce Deuces or Budweiser so you can get right during the day. But meanwhile, I'm, I'm struggling over it. And I'm not hating, man. I'm not hating on Section 8 people. I promise you. I'm just highlighting how shitty America is. So, you know, in order for them to help you, you have to be willing to stay at home and not earn a certain amount of money and or else your help will be cut off government-wise. It was, it, yo, it's just crazy. That goes for um financial aid and stuff, too. So, you know, just understand that. If you make a certain amount of money, which is not, you know, I think it's like 30 racks a year, uh, uh, anything over 
28 or it's something around those figures or whatever. You don't qualify for any type of financial aid or things of that nature because you make too much. Especially if you come from a certain type of household and um if you if your parents make a certain amount of money, you don't get any financial aid or anything of that nature. But, you know, as they always say, there's a scholarship for everybody, but you have to sacrifice your body or you have to be really, really poor or get really, really good grades. I mean, there's ways out, but it's, it's it just seems crazy, the level of financial instability financially unstable you have to be in order to get help. It's like you have to be homeless before you get help in this place we call here in America, but even then it's not guaranteed. So it's a, it's just a quagmire. But let, let's just highlight the fact that we live in a country that we now shoot tear gas at men, women, and children who are trying to cross the border. Uh, just let that sink in right now. Um, yeah, a place where people shoot at men, women, and children who are trying to cross the border. And it's it's just utterly, utterly ridiculous that we live in this. And it's one of those things that people just kind of go about their day and act like it's normal. I guess, kind of. It's just a very, very weird thing. Just to see that whole thing unfold it was kind of surreal to me. It was. It's just so weird, man. Because I, I have seen these scenes unfold before in a certain place or region of the world that <laughs> that I can't mention or else my this show will be squashed before it even gets off the ground and that audio will resurface. And... um. Yeah, the Balfour Declaration, man, the Balfour Declaration. That That's all I'm going to say. But I've seen it before. So, you know, seeing it now happen here, we were shooting at women with children, shooting tear gas at children. Children. I mean, maybe I have a soft spot because I do have a child. And um, just seeing those scenes is really... It's really kind of, it's kind of messed up, man. But, you know, the guy in charge sanctioned it. And um, the people doing it are just doing their jobs, as they always say, or that is the line of rhetoric where it is, where it is permissible to do crazy shit like waterboarding people and uh, torture and shooting tear gas at women with children who are just trying to make a better life for the most part. And um <laughs> and, uh, and and it's the, the the wildest part about it is like, you know, another video I posted said, you know, they're coming here because you were there, which means these people are fleeing violence that was somehow caused by American interjection in their country, which is very, very true. Like, if you don't know the history of 
this here land called America of how, you know, <laughs> we've been in a business a long time of propping up dictators and causing instability in a lot of areas across the world. If you don't know, just do your Googles. As Deontay Wilder said, don't everybody believe in Google? Um, yeah. But if you if you look at it, um, as I always say, what they're accusing Russia of with Trump, America did to Russia with Gorbachev. Do you, like, just Google it. You believe in Google, just Google it. Um, I think that was like 84 or something. It was sometime in the 80s, if I'm not mistaken. But just Google Gorbachev America. And so you got to Google and it'll pop up a whole bunch of information that you didn't know before. There you go. There's your learning lesson for today if you didn't know these things um, prior to tuning into the show. Yeah, the show is really serious today. I, I don't know why, man. I'm supposed to be happy. But I'm just highlighting, you know, but, you know, shooting at people that you caused instability in their country. You have uh, migrants fleeing from Syria, Iraq, and Afghanistan. And if you look at that statement, that statement does appear to be true. They are fleeing their home because this country kind of invaded their home. So it's a kind of <laughs> it's a kind of quagmire that you know you, you're blaming people for the quagmire you created for the most part, and it's uh it's just crazy to see like them shooting tear gas at kids. Granted, everybody's like, oh, they have to do it legally. They have to, you know, there's a process to it. It's just all crazy when you think about it. And at the base point, you know, I'm not racist. You know, I'm not racist. I believe in stereotypes, as I always say. But it's one of those things where it's uh, it's like, yo. <laughs> We're all humans at the end of the day. And the base point for a human, like, if you don't want your kid to have a better life than you, then you might be a little bit inhumane. But that's just my perspective on the whole thing. So this whole thing, you know, yeah, you can say, oh, they need to do it legally. But it's the kids, man. Like, it's they're doing it for a better life for their kids and for themselves. And it's, uh, <laughs> it's one of those things where, you know, when you look at it from a different viewpoint, you kind of see, like, just how crazy the world is and just on a civilization standpoint how crazy it is because you're just like wait hold on hold on hold on. these are people who just live in another place and uh kind of saying gangs and a corrupt government and a number of other things to their country to affect the way they're living and to affect their way of life and now when they are fleeing these things, we kind of look at them and we're like, hey, hey, what are you doing? You can't do it. <laughs> you can't do that. That's not a lot. <laughs> it's crazy to me. But um, what do I know? I'm just a little guy on this here totem pole in life. 
but it just seems like yo, it's not. And the crazy part is, it's not America. It's not just America. It's the world on a world scale, but it's it's just where I live is is a really you know fucked up place. As I said, you have to be a certain level of poor to uh, get any help in this here country. That, as I highlighted, you can get Narcan for free, but if you need insulin or an EpiPen, it'll cost you hundreds of dollars. So, you know, if you're on drugs and you OD, we'll revive you so you can keep, so you can keep being a junkie. But if you eat a peanut and you're allergic or you're a diabetic and you need to control your, you know, insulin output, you, you'll you die before, you know, before they help you. That's a crazy analogy when you think about it because, you know, I'm not saying all junkies are poor or all drug addicts are poor, but it's uh, it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, you'll help somebody who's poor and desolate and on drugs for free. Somebody who's working and just needs help with their medical care will get absolutely nothing unless they have money or great insurance to pay for it. So is there... It's kind of tough to consider anybody middle class when you have that standard of living just as the guideline for the country. Because how do the people who work, where's the help for the working class people or the people who are supposed to be in the middle? And that is when they, why when they say like, hey, the middle class is disappearing. It's, uh, <laughs> I think it's already gone and I think it's been that way on a global level for a long time where, you know, you're either rich or you're poor. And that's just the way the world is set up. But in this here country called America, where you have to, you can't afford rent on a minimum wage job or if you are low income. So, you know, you could work 90 hours a week to pay for a place to live where essentially you only sleep and shower and go back to work. And that's, yeah. you may call that living in this here land of opportunity, but is that way of life good for your health? No, no, it's not. So this is why when I travel and I see, you know, other countries and I'm like, yeah, they don't have half of what we have but they are so much more happier and their quality of life is so much better and it's the truth and it just makes me realize like yeah I live in a shitty country it's just very we're very entertained and we're very it's not even comfortable it's just it's a it's a <laughs> It's it's a it's a crazy crazy it's a crazy crazy you know thing to understand or just look at from from my perspective when I'm just 
spitting it out and thinking about it as I listen to it in my own in the earphones. It's just like, yeah, I live here, where, you know, <laughs> it's it's a. And I'm not saying this because I'm struggling. Don't get it twisted. Yeah, I'm broke. Don't get it twisted. Uh, I'm not broke, broke, but I mean, like, you know, I am supposed to be middle class, but it's it seems like it's almost impossible for um, a multitude of people and not just myself in general. So, I mean, this is for everybody out there who's struggling and, you know, you seem like, hey, is this shit ever going to work out? Yeah. No, no, no. It, you, <laughs> It's not going to work out working a nine to five. Like nobody ever got rich working a nine to five. Nobody ever, I can't say nobody ever put their kids securely through college through a nine to five. That's not true. But it's a different echelon of nine to fives than uh, people in our environment are used to. And like, you know, some, like people say, you know, there got to be somebody to, sweep the floor and mop the bathrooms and cook the food and all that other stuff. But if these people can't afford to live, how good are they going to do all these things after a while? And as I said, a crash is coming. And crashes, they do affect the poor people, but they affect rich people more. And uh, the reason I say, you know, crashes are coming is because here's how you tell look at the strip malls in your area look at the look at the strip malls look at the regular malls look at the storefronts look at the retailers the retailers are a big sign too when you have retailers going out of business dropping left and right like ones who have been there forever um it's a very telling sign of the economy, the state of the economy in reality, as opposed to whatever you see on TV, on the news, or here. And it may look like a lot of people are getting money, but so, like something has to happen, man. There's no reason a house in the Bronx should cost $700,000. There's none. None. I don't care how close you are to Manhattan. No reason a regular house in the Bronx should cost $700,000. If you've never been to the Bronx, uh, I grew up in the Bronx, so I, you know, I can say whatever I want about the Bronx. So, salute to the BX, salute to Burke Ave. Um, salute to Gunn But I'm just saying, man, Like, can we be realistic about this? You can't want seven hundred thousand dollars for a house on on Kruger Ave, man. <laughs> Hell yeah, I know y'all have no clue what I'm talking about if you've never been to the Bronx or whatever. But yeah, listen, there's nobody, there's no way nobody's rent should be four thousand dollars, man. I know somebody right now whose daughter lives in Manhattan with a uh, a couple of friends, and they pay forty eight hundred dollars a month. And rent to live just to live in the city. So uh <laughs> I'm just highlighting the bullshit that is New York City right now. But when you think about that rent and you hear it, um, it just seems outlandish and ridiculous. Cause it's like there's no regular one person who could 
afford that, especially with a kid and with childcare expenses. It just seems unrealistic. So I don't know if it's at its peak yet, but how high is it gonna go before it peaks? Because this is some some real some real real like you can't avoid the signs and you can't look away from it. I mean, you can. It won't help you to do so, but you can do it if you want, and just you know keep living your life and think you know everything's gonna be all right, but. With the state of the world as it is, you know, if another war doesn't break out or, you know, things don't get massively, like, you know, better just for, like, people in general. Because there are way, way more poor people and uh, lower income people than there are rich people. And, you know, you can... (laughs) You could try to dispute me on that, but you know I'm 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 pretty sure on that one. Um, don't get it fucked up though. They it's gonna sound mad racist. You know, Asia and China are getting a lot of money right now. I mean, it's the same place China's in Asia, but there are there's an influx of Asians who are moving here to the states. Not only in New York, but it's it's everywhere. You know, Atlanta everywhere they're buying up property everywhere as investments and as a safe haven just in case they ever have to you know leave china or get out of the mix of whatever it is over there um yeah don't get it twisted man there's a story about a 50 million dollar apartment it was bought by some chinese a chinese billionaire or something like that and he doesn't even live in the apartment he's just holding it you know for his kids and for resale value and just in case. It won't be worth $50 million when the crash happens, but um, it's uh, it just seems crazy, man, that me, as a human, I have to be a struggling one of you humans. You know, <laughs> I'm not better than anybody. Let's not get it fucked up. Like, I'm, you know, I'm not the smartest. I'm not the brightest. But I do move differently, and I am attempting a couple of things. But, you know, it's not only the Internet that's making me lose faith in humanity. It's uh, just the state of world affairs and, you know, how we treat each other as humans as well that kind of just makes me like, yo, sheesh. Like, this this is this is not going, you know. <laughs> it's not going in the direction that I want it to go in. But as I, as I always say, I can only control what I can control. It is not. I got to control me, which is why I'm doing me, and I'm going to keep doing this podcast. I'm going to keep modeling, and I'm going to keep going on my other personal endeavor. And when that is done and in motion and I actually gain some traction for it, that will I'll make that announcement to y'all. But here's the sad part is I don't even know if what I'm – going into is going to work out because I think there's a crash coming. So I could be, you know, <laughs> I could be hyping myself up just to be let down when I think about it. And if I'm right in hindsight, I'm going to be like, oh, I am a genius. But it's going to do me no good because, you know, <laughs> Snacks of Endeavor is my money maker. if I'm thinking about it from a realistic standpoint. Well, you know, this one and this that 
it's gonna be a money maker. This podcast is gonna be a money maker at some point. I need like fifteen million listens though. Um, and then I have I got a I'm a regular Joe. I got a job too, but you know, as I said, nobody gets rich off a nine to five. So I'm just you know diversifying the catalog, man. Seven streams of income, people. Seven streams of income, especially if you want to make it in this shithole that we live in called America. Yeah. We have 24-hour news and cartoons, but if you want 24-hour hospital care, it would cost you $1,800 a night minimum for that hospital bed. <laughs> that's, a, that's a damn shame, man. You can get shot. You better have some insurance. You're going to get some medical bills in the mail while you're recovering from being shot because, you know, no, you didn't just live after you got shot. Now you got bills to pay because, you know, <laughs> hospitals ain't free, man. Hospitals ain't free. Um, I don't even know what to call this show. I don't know if this one's ever going to come out, to be honest, because, you know, I feel like I just had to get back on the mic and practice for y'all. But I am going to drop a couple of new shows tonight because I, uh, I have some in the bank, as I always do. And, uh, hey, listen, I'm just pondering how to, how to like, how am I going to make it? And not only for me, though, but for like for... I'm pretty sure there are other people who are in the situation or in a you know similar or better or worse situation than I am in currently. So, you know, listen, I'm doing this show for you, you know? Don't give up. Yeah, yeah this country's a shithole. Yeah, it's all, you know... It's really, really messed up. And it seems like on a global scale, it's uh it's really, really messed up. But you know, don't don't give up hope, man. Don't as I always say, don't don't do anything to hurt yourself or harm yourself. And um don't give up, man. Just keep moving and uh keep doing what you know, keep doing whatever it is you think you know, you think is necessary. And it's not just me. And this is on a, as I always say, think globally, not locally. And this is on a global level where um, we are, it just seems like we as a humanity are kind of screwed, but you know, we don't know that for sure yet. So we got to keep pushing. And uh, as I said, man, just keep your head up. Don't do nothing to hurt yourself. And, uh, we all got to try to figure out how to survive in this uh, shithole that we live in called America. Because it's not easy. And uh, <laughs> we, we just live in some crazy, crazy times. But we better enjoy it before we get replaced by the robots because that is another shift that's coming that I try to warn people about. But nobody, um, everybody thinks I'm crazy, man. Uh... Yeah, that's it, man. I gotta cut this short. I gotta go to, I gotta go to the gym and go work out and go de-stress and you know. I didn't know it was no 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 nut November, but I mean this shit has to end, bro. <laughs> Before I do something crazy, um, yeah. Listen, if you are a new listener, I'm sorry. If you are an old listener, I'm sorry for this show because this one was a little bit out of whack. But uh, this is really just me pondering, like yo. <laughs> Like what? 
Like what? What is wrong with people? Like what? What is wrong with why? Like why is it so hard to just live in peace financially without war? You know, without having to worry about what's going to happen to your kid or how you're going to pay for him. Just all those different variables. Like why is it so hard? Because at the end of the day, we're all humans. But uh, we all signed up to this system of paper money. And yeah, yeah. One day we'll wake up. But for right now, it is what it is, man. Yeah. Uh, this is PC Podcast, VLG Podcast. This show is, this one was a serious one. Usually I'm way more lighthearted. Yeah, goddamn, my relationship with Mary Jane has turned me into a serious one, man. Either way, I appreciate y'all listening to uh, PC Podcast, VLG Podcast. As I always say, follow me on Instagram at Derek H. Flint. Follow me on Twitter at DHF818. And follow me, you don't need my Facebook, as I always say. Um, yeah, that's it, man. I'll upload the other shows tonight. You won't even know. I think today is the 29th. I don't know when I'm even going to upload this show. But yeah, it's another one in the bags. And uh, I appreciate your support, man. Who, who is listening to this shit? <laughs> yeah, man, I appreciate y'all, man. Derek H. Flint, the voice of God. Uh, Arby's, we have the beef. I appreciate y'all listening, man. Y'all are everything. Thank you for the support. Like and share. Tell a friend. And uh, thanks, man. Pimping and bitches. Pimping and bitches. Peace.